We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Jawan Jennings, trick play. Oh, this ball's in the air for a long time. McCaffrey's able to pull it down, and he's going in for the touchdown. Jawan Jennings with a touchdown pass. And now set up in the red zone, trying to take the lead. Mahomes goes for it right away, wide open. Touchdown, Valdez Scantling. One second on the play clock, second and nine. Purdy's pass. Caught. Jennings did it. What an effort breaking tackles. Now he's thrown for a touchdown and caught another. First and goal. Mahomes flings it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! You're listening to Jeremy and Joe on the home of the Bills. WGR Sports Radio 550. Hey, good morning. Chiefs win. Here's my recap of the commercials. I had to go through a article, like, hey, remembering all the commercials because I already forgot them all. So, here's a couple. One, the Christopher Walken, Walken commercial. Very mm-hmm. funny. Liked it. Two, Volkswagen had one with just Neil Diamond playing. Hey, you know what? I just Neil Diamond's good. All right. I wanted more Neil Diamond in my life. I thought the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger as the... Uh, Helicopter, good right? neighbor, good Be a good neighbor. Oh, yeah. I thought that was good. I liked it. What else? The NFL commercial with O.C. Uminyora, the, the kid in Ghana. Yeah. who's chasing and playing and imagine all his play- favorite players are there, and then he goes to the camp and he touches human yard to make sure he's real. Yeah. Hit me in the feels. It was good. I liked it a lot. I like the uh, the Uber Eats one with uh, them forgetting things. Yes. Usher, Jelly Roll, uh, the Beckhams were in it, right? I thought that was good. Yeah. Um, the Paramount Plus one, which we had talked about already last week that got posted online, was in there as a shorter version with uh, Tua and Patrick Stewart and Creed and Drew Barrymore. Yeah, and it's not very good as the shorter version. You no, need, it's you, not as good. You need the full version where Patrick Stewart opens the wrist bra- the wristlet and it says, throw the child. Yes. If that doesn't have that, it's it, not worth it. It was missing the best part. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what else was there The that E-Tray I saw? Babies made a comeback. Oh, did they? I missed that. Yeah, they did like a pickleball commercial. Did you like the Duncan commercial with... With Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez, Brady. Matt Damon. I mean, Brady okay. was in it. A couple things. Fundamentally, I do not like Ben Affleck and Tom Brady. Okay. So, no. Just those two? Just between us? Matt Damon? Just between us? That's a pretty good commercial. Okay. Yeah. I thought Brady was actually pretty good in it. It was fine. Uh, what what else? about the Brady um, the Brady betting one? It Wait, was, Brady was in multiple? He yes, was in two, was. yeah. There was the... It was... Um, I can't remember which sports book it was, but it was like everyone could bet except for Tom Brady because Tom Brady's won enough. Gotcha. So that was kind of funny. A a commercial about how much Brady wins. Yeah, I'm sure that that, that one. I'm glad I missed that one. Uh, Let me make sure I go back and see that one. The Christopher Walk, I just watched during the break, the Christopher Walk and BMW one, though, and that's – I've not seen all of them yet because, you know, I didn't see them all yet, but that was my favorite one for sure. The Budweiser one with um, the the dog – that was the puppy from years ago, and it's the same dog. Oh. With the Clydesdales. That's cool. I like that. 
So the New York Times ranking of all these in the category of the worst of the bunch, it takes real effort to be this bad, is the Paramount Plus with Patrick Stewart and Tua. I think it was really, really bad. Mm -hmm. It just did, without the full storyline of it, it just didn't really make a lot of sense. You need the whole thing. Yeah. Like, let's talk. They don't explain. Creed just starts playing. Like, you don't need, they don't even, like, point them out. Like, you wouldn't have even known, like, why that was happening. One more thing. They also list the kick of destiny. So, Gronk misses a field goal live. Why, why did that look so odd? Why did that look like it was. Somebody pointed out it looked like a cut scene in a video game. He's wearing a goofy helmet. Yeah. I wish I could have changed my pick right when I saw how he lined up for the kick. He's standing there. He's standing way too close to the ball. Apparently it was filmed multiple times. There was someone that saw it being shot from their hotel room. Well, that's not fair. That's not, they, that, then I'm looking class action lawsuit. One, two. He only took two steps. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. There's no way you would think that's that's a way to kick a ball 25 yards. He didn't. He had the distance. He missed it wide right. Yeah. All right. It said live in the top right corner. It's supposed yeah. to be live. Yeah. Just looked weird. What else on pregame? Anything else from pregame? Um, Vegas is a stadium. It's fine. Called Del Rey. A lot of a lot of looks at the sphere that they had on the uh, on the yep. cutaways. Yep. You had Kelsey singing "Viva Las Vegas" at, at the uh, on the on the podium after. Did you watch any of the podium stuff after? None. Okay, good for you. We have reached. I'm, I'm, that's probably we have good. Totally reached. I will not be watching a Chiefs podium for the rest of my life. Nope. What's the point? Yeah. I will say this though. You did not get any version of we were so doubted and underdogs. I at least appreciated that a little bit. Also, Mahomes said, uh, let me find the quote. What was it? Mahomes said, I believe this was on the podium, just know that the Kansas City Chiefs are never underdogs. Just know that. So just as long as they don't want to play that card, then fine. Chris Jones unblocked on the Niners' final play. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good idea. Yep, you know you're always gonna love to see this. This is one of those points where, listen, I don't know the play call and I don't know how protection schemes work, but after a game like that, you're like, well, can Kyle Shanahan win the big one? And well, Jake Moody did this, and so and so did this, and on the play that Brock Purdy has to throw it away, and the Niners settle for a field goal in their first possession in overtime, the Niners let. Chris Jones walk in untouched as their right tackle blocks air. Nothing, yeah. Nothing. And had he blocked him? He's got Ayuk wide open for a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, Ayuk is wide open in the back of the end zone. He has whoever's covering him. Is it looks McDuffie? like Sneed. Okay. Think. He has broken his ankles. And he is, he is 20 yards. There's nobody near him. Nope. If that thing gets protected up, that's a touchdown for the Niners. Wow. Protection breakdown. <sighs> Jimmy in Miami. Hey, Jimmy, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, um, <clears throat> a couple guys had called in and um, said uh, that um, the, the Bills and the Chiefs are basically close, but uh, the big the big thing is coaching decisions. And sometimes in the big games, uh, that, that's where the difference is. And uh, Sal asked for an example. And um, like one guy was saying, there was a par- should be a paradigm shift or whatever. But uh, give me an example, he said. And I, and I could give you two examples. Uh, number one, I don't think 
Andy Reid has ever called for a fake punt in a playoff game. I mean, maybe you guys can research that, but uh, during the season, maybe in the third or fourth game of the season when you're going to try to beat the Jets or somebody like that and, and maybe you can catch them off guard, yeah. But in a playoff game, I kind of doubt it. I don't think he's ever done it. In fact, I think what what McDermott should have done was he should, in this press conference, he should have said, where do I send the flour and the box of chocolates for McCole Hardman for fumbling the ball through the end zone? So, um, I mean, you know, he, he really dodged a bullet there on that one. But the second one is, of course, in the in the last series against the Chiefs in the playoffs, we we got the ball on the twenty seven yard line, two minutes to go. All right, the first the first play is a running play. We get one yard. The second play, I can't kill Allen and and uh, and Brady for going for the end zone because Shakir was wide open. But that third down, I think Andy Reid he doesn't go for the end zone on the third down and throw it away if if if, if your guy is covered. He he goes for a short pass maybe get five or six yards. Now you're in fourth down territory. You have Josh Allen. So you either have Josh Allen or Mahomes. If it's Andy Reid, he's, he's in fourth down territory there, and he keeps the drive going, and they win the game. But, I don't know, that's just the difference that I think between Reid and McDermott. Well, and I'll, I'll let you guys talk. Jimmy, you can say that's the difference between Reid and McDermott. That's the difference between Allen and Mahomes. Let's be real about it. Don't get mad at me. Can we be real about that? That's the difference between Allen and Mahomes. It's a small difference, but Kurt Warner talked about that play and mm-hmm. said, "You actually, Kurt Warner criticized the second down throw. Didn't want him to throw to Shakir in the end zone. Right. You don't have to make it about the throw to Shakir in the end zone. That's the difference between Allen and Mahomes. It feels good to say it, even though people are going to get mad that I said it. Right? Come on. The play isn't designed to go to the end zone. He's got options underneath. He doesn't take. Mm-hmm. He throws to the end zone. He rolls. He throws it away. Say a million different things that you want to say. Mahomes throws it underneath. Mahomes throws it underneath. Or does Mahomes slide in the pocket and make the throw to Shakir? I mean, Allen got bumped because Chris Jones is right there on Deion Dawkins on the second down play. Yeah. But... Sean McDermott didn't call those plays. First off, he didn't call the plays, and he didn't make the decisions to throw. If you really want to dig back into that drive, the whole story of the game is that Josh Allen played perfect and did everything he could and went underneath and took what they gave him and was never baited into making a bad decision. And then on those two plays, he threw deep, and they went bang, bang, out, and missed the kick, and it was over. That the whole game, he was asked about this on Super Bowl radio. He was, he's talked he, about it multiple times. Yeah. He was asked about it specifically. The whole game seemed like you had you guys had a plan on offense, and then your last possession when you got to about the 20-yard line, you went deep down the field and went for bigger shots. What changed? Is that the difference between McDermott and Reed? Or is that more likely the difference between Allen and Mahomes? It's he, not an insult to say somebody is not Patrick Mahomes. To say a guy's the second-best quarterback in football is not an insult. He did also say on Radio Row about the Shakir miss. This is now I've heard him at least two or three times. Whenever he talks about that play, he never mentions like a, a regret that he didn't throw it to Diggs. His regret is that he didn't, slide is that in the he didn't step up in the pocket right. to hit Shakir. Which is... It's not even in his brain. Like, Shakir's open in the end zone. That's that's the play. 
Like, even now, what he's carrying around right now is not he had digs open, could have got the first down, could have ran more clock off and, you know, whittled it down as much as you can. His regret is, I had the touchdown. I got to get that touchdown. Yeah. In general, I don't usually think about the Allen-Mahomes difference. I usually consider it more of the organizations. But maybe that's wrong. We often say... Allen is the closest thing to Mahomes in the sport. And the the Chiefs, the rest of it, is the reason why they read, especially, right, is the reason why they have three Super Bowls and the Bills have none. It's the reason why they're so far ahead with the resume. It's not even close. Because I maybe I'm wrong to think this. I continue to think that the difference in those quarterbacks should not be as big as the gap is in the resumes. No, that's right. I mean, the, the and when it's all said and done, the gap between Brady and Manning is well five Super Bowls, but right. Manning got his two, Roethlisberger got his two. All you really have to do is get one, and you're made. Here's Mahomes with three. Already more playoff wins for his career than Peyton Manning, and he's 28. Yeah. Hmm. Eight oh three oh five fifty one eight 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 five fifty two five fifty. Mahomes did throw a bad pick in this game. Yeah, was he? Did they ever figure out? Was he going for? Was he going for Kelsey on that play and just missed him? I think so. Overth- or was he trying was, to go over the top to? I think it was Veldis Scantling that was there. Yeah, it was overthrown. Uh, Butch on the east side. Hey, Butch. Good morning, gentlemen. Thanks so much for taking my call. But I'm going to just say this, and I'm going to get to it. Uh, I'm not going to skip over it. I'm going to be right to the punch. When Buffalo, uh, when Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott first came to this city, well, I'm going to say Sean McDermott first. Brandon came to second year. We needed a quarterback. And Brandon Bean, his first draft, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, his first draft, he had an opportunity to draft Patrick Mahomes. But he chose to trade the pick to Kansas City. We took Tredavious White. I'm going to say this, and this is why prior to that, we had a bad experience with a quarterback named E.J. Manuel prior to that. And we needed a quarterback. And this guy was from Texas A&M. He threw sidearm. He had trick plays. He did everything. His father was an all-star baseball player, et cetera, et cetera. And we gave them Patrick Mahomes, just like Denver had an opportunity to draft Josh Allen. And we got him, which I'm happy we do have Josh Allen. So I'm going to say Josh Allen and the Patrick Holmes are my sons. I love both of them. They both came from – they both – Buffalo, we got Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes, we traded our pick so they can get Patrick Mahomes. That was our pick. So, you know, I'm not – I'm going to celebrate that. Now, I'm going to say this. We lost by three points to this football team. At the same time, I'm not going to – I'm not going to throw shade on, on their organization, their fan base, et cetera. They beat us. I'm glad they won the championship. So my team, it makes me on the off season have a better feeling that my team lost to the Super Bowl champions instead of lose the next game to some chumps that beat us that we could have won the game and they lost the next game. They won the championship. Congratulations to them. But I'm going to just say that, and I'm going to hang up and let you guys finish your show, which you got a great show, is that Buffalo didn't want Patrick Mahomes. And it's a reason why. And they had a bad experience, and we needed a quarterback desperately. But we get we took Tredavious White. I love you guys. Thanks so much for taking my call. Thanks, Bush. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the Allen success story makes it so we don't have to think about this that much, like the Bears do. The Bears passed on Mahomes and took Mitch Trubisky. I mean, draft, yeah. going back for to relive drafts, I saw a really funny thing pointed out. Andrew Filipponi, 92-3, the fan in Pittsburgh, yeah. pointed out that Steelers brass really liked Brock Purdy, too. And they were going to take, <laughs> they were thinking about taking Brock Purdy, and they really liked Brock Purdy. And uh-huh. Andrew asked, like, wow, uh, where would they be if they'd taken Purdy, and uh, would he have beaten Pickett? And it was immediately pointed out that the Steelers took a quarterback in the same round as draft. As, as Brock Purdy, and it was a different quarterback. Like you don't get to claim we liked the guy that got taken last in the draft, while you took another quarterback immediately ahead of him in the seventh round. Draft redrafts, draft con. There's a lot of crapshoot in there, and that's true of, you know, Mahomes. The Chiefs go up there and get Mahomes. People didn't think Mahomes was going to be a guaranteed good player. Nobody knows that kind of stuff. Caleb Williams, maybe he'll be great. Maybe he won't. Mm-hmm. Maybe Drake May's the best. Maybe it's going to be Bo Nix that's the best. A lot of it is a crapshoot. That's true of Allen, too. A lot of people thought Allen would not be good. Turns out he is really good. Yep. A lot of people thought Sam Darnold was the most pro-ready quarterback in that draft, and he was not. So I always get a little bit wary of the redraft, and, well, here's what I thought about it at the time. Can you blame the Bills for dra- for trading down and taking a first-round pick in Tredavious White? There's only one. To me, you can, yes. I have one criticism of them. You can that. do that, and that's because you didn't have a quarterback at the time. Yep. And here's – you want, you want to get really far va- – go, go as far back as you want. You hired a defensive head coach, and what did he want to do? Get me a stud corner, build me a defense. I'll worry about a quarterback later. You trade you trade out, the Chiefs trade up, they get Mahomes, they, they're off and running, blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying you should be upset that you didn't know Mahomes was going to be great. You didn't know. However, if your quarterback, if your coach, instead of a defensive head coach that day, is an offensive head coach, what does he do? Does he say, go get that quarterback right there, I'll take that one. Maybe it's Deshaun Watson, maybe it's Mahomes, those two got drafted 10 and 12 that year, right? So... Whatever. It's water under the bridge. Do you want to spend time worrying about that? If you want to, you can. I don't worry about it. I don't think about it. I don't think there's much of a point. The Bills have a quarterback quarterback that is good enough to win a Super Bowl, and that's all I, I'm going to ask. You know? So I don't think about it. I thought about it until Josh Allen became really good, and then pff, it's out of my mind. Right? It's like, it's to me, it's Joe, it's not that far off from saying you shouldn't have traded for Diggs. You should have drafted Justin Jefferson. Well, sure, if you have a time machine and go back and just pretend to know Justin Jefferson was going to be this good, but that's not a bad trade. You did fine. You came out of it with a win. They're different for me in that I don't spend a ton of time thinking about it either. The Diggs one, logic was sound. You needed the number one receiver. You were taking the risk out of it. The logic for me for why they traded that pick was faulty from the first place. You should never I don't I don't think a team that does not have a franchise quarterback or is where they were, which was nowhere at at quarterback should ever take quarterback off their board. So I don't that doesn't have to mean they're at fault. They should have Mahomes because of that. Right. They might not have even taken Mahomes. But the reasoning for why they moved down in the first place was they're not ready to take a quarterback and 
that to me is insane. That any team that's that where they were a quarterback would say any time we're not ready to take one. You if you don't have a quarterback, you always have to be ready to take one. I would agree. That's with that. my sole criticism yep. of why they of that draft was not that they gave Mahomes to the Chiefs. It was they took quarterback off their board when Tyrod Taylor was their quarterback. Because and and again, like this gets to why did they do that? Because they had a coach who needed to establish a culture, build a defense, right? And he did that, and he succeeded in doing that. Eight oh three oh five fifty one eight 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 five fifty two five fifty. It's twenty seventeen. <laughs> we're going yeah. back and we're going backwards. Hey, by the way, Steph Curry hit a million threes over the weekend, and it was awesome. Did he? Yes. Ooh, I'll have to go watch that. That's always fun to watch. Go check the highlights. He hit eleven against the Pacers, including some absolute bonkers threes. Vintage stuff, real king stuff. Jeremy and Joe here on WGR. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. They played a heck of a football game. They didn't lose this game. Patch Mahomes won this game. And Kyle Shanahan will have his team back. He did all the right things, made all the trick calls, went for it on fourth and three, put them in a position to finish the game. There was too much Patrick Mahomes. Kudos to the San Francisco 49ers for a very, very successful year. Hey, look, Patrick. Did Bill Coward just give Shanahan credit for going for it on fourth and three? He did. When he would have been the first person to blast him had he not made that play. Yeah. 8030550. Come on, Shanahan. Get to a different quarterback. Go big. My uh, uh, Justin Herbert, one year from now, he's going to be fed up with the Chargers. They're still not going to have it together under Harbaugh. They're going to be running the ball with Greg Roman. That's the guy. Go get him. Go make your Stafford trade. <laughs> 8030550. Mahomes, the MVP. 34 of 46, 333, two touchdowns. He ran for 66. He had 399 yards of offense himself. That's pretty good. Him scrambling it, hold on, hold was on. huge. <clears throat> Let me loosen up for this. Oh, go ahead. I know what's Is coming. Patrick Mahomes doing too much? 399 see yards. those hits he took at the end of the game? He'll never uh, stay healthy doing that. Although, it is worth pointing out, they do. They will never QB sneak with him. Never again. No. They had fourth and one. Fourth and one in the Super Bowl. If you don't get it, then you don't win the game. And they have never called a QB sneak with him. And I think it's three years when he got injured on a QB sneak on a Monday night game. And they've never done it since. They had fourth and one in the Super Bowl in overtime. If you don't get it, the game is over and you lose. And they didn't sneak it. They played out of shotgun. So I think that means he will never he will never sneak again. Which I guess is fine. They still got it. But I was ready to man. Me, my my brother was really hot over it because he's Mr. Eagle Tush Push guy, where it's like ninety nine percent screaming at them for why are they not sneaking it? They're playing out a shotgun? What if there was ever a time to do it, th- this is the chance where your season ends if you don't. So 
They're going to ban the tush push anyway, though. Let's, let's hope. Jordan Buffalo. Hey, Jordan. Hey, how's it going, guys? Um, I know I'm a little late with uh, the commercials and everything. I just wanted to bring one up that uh, mm-hmm. that I, I miss. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember the uh, office linebacker, Terry Tate. Yes. Do you guys remember those ones? They got to bring Terry back, man, because I think since then, I don't think I've seen a better commercial. Those commercials were just the best, where the workers weren't doing their jobs. Yeah. Terry would just kind of deck them against the wall and throw them all over the place. I mean, it was great. I remember. I remember Terry Tate. Who else? It was the all-time cameo in a commercial. You know which one was terrible yesterday? It was the one with uh, um, Jason Momoa. Singing. Yeah. Flash dance, right? It was terrible. Brutal. Huh. Brady had one yesterday. Brady was in multiple commercials. No, no Matt Damon crypto commercial this year, huh? No, I think the crypto commercials are... Uh, it's done? Or toast. Yeah. Jeff and Sheikdawaga. Hey, Jeff. Hey, how you doing? I don't I don't know if you already talked about this, but, uh, you know, in overtime, if you win the coin toss, I think you have every advantage to kick the ball off. I, I, I just... And the reason I'm saying that, you kick it off, if there's a turnover, you can kick a field goal. If you stop them, like San Fran was stopped deep in their territory, but they get, they got that penalty to kick, uh, to get the first down. Okay. But let's say it's positive. San Fran comes down and they, and they, uh, kick a field goal like they did. Kansas city, they're going to use all four downs to get down there to either kick a field goal or get a touchdown to go ahead. Let's say San Fran gets a touchdown. Again, you're using all four downs. And if you get and you're going to go for the touchdown, and if you get the touchdown, you might go for two to win the game. You might. I, I, I think I think the whole advantage is to kick, is to kick it off. I, I I don't see how it's not an advantage in, in playoff games. Yeah. Well, Jeff, there's a couple things. I uh, had mentioned this earlier that uh, Ben Brian Burke, ESPN, he had run 120,000 simulations, and it's basically 50-50. There's no edge to mm-hmm. taking the ball first. There are different edges with it. If you get the ball first, you guarantee if there is going to be a third possession, you get it. You play sudden death. If you go second, you can use four downs. You can also use four downs going first. No one's stopping you from doing that. You say you know what you have to get. That's right. But there's an advantage to going first. There's an advantage to going second. And I don't think it is a obvious answer. I wonder, did anyone see anything on the Niners' decision to kick the field goal at the end on fourth and four? I don't think... Like I'm look, I looked at the fourth down bot stuff. I looked at... like there, It was never posted. And maybe that's because there's no, again, data on it. But that has not been mentioned a lot. And I don't know, like, how defend, how defensible would it have been to go for that? Fourth and four at the Chiefs' nine. You know handing them the ball back, you might not get it back at all. You, they might they, right. they have touchdown to win it. Fourth and four. And the other thing there is, you could, you could say, well, you kick the field goal because you trust your defense. The Chiefs haven't moved the ball a lot all day, you know. So you have confidence that you're not going to let them score. Well, if you don't get it, you're putting them at their own nine. Yep. They got to go, they got to go 50 plus yards to get into a long field goal. I mean, 
It's that, not- that if I were to ask that question to, you know, Shanahan, I'm sure he would say, "Well, I trusted my defense to not let them score a touchdown." Because well, but had- you didn't trust your defense enough to not let them go 60 yards to kick a field goal by going for it. You know what I mean? If you go for well, it and wait, don't well, get it, you should have confidence your defense isn't going to let them go 60 no, to kick a field goal. No, because what yard line is that on? The nine. The nine. For 16 yards, if I kick it off to them, they have the ball at the 25. It's 16 yards. I'll take it where if I get the stop with my defense, I still have to score. Or I can kick the field goal and give you 16 yards, and if I stop you, I win. In any way, if I stop you, I win. Yeah. Now, something but else. If I get the touchdown, I'm... I'm if you I'm chasing the, the touchdown. Sure. There's another very important thing here about going first and going second. Sal's in on this, and Tom had tweeted to Sal. Uh, San Francisco had to kick off. You can't give the ball to Mahomes last. When you get the ball second, you know what you have to do. There's a reason why college teams play defense first in overtime. Great point. Very important distinction. College football overtime never has a sudden death portion. Right. You know you will always get it back. Right. There is no sudden death in college football on any level. There's no format. You go first, I go. I go, you go. You go, I go. They force us to go for two-point conversions, but you never have sudden death. And the NFL still has sudden death. After the first two possessions, if you're still tied, sudden death. And when Shanahan wins the coin toss, what are you really picking? I'm picking the ball in sudden death. Let's go. Let's match up. Me drive, you drive. And if we get to sudden death, I get the ball. Anybody can go for a fourth and four. Anybody can go for a fourth and one. I can settle for a field goal like he did. Mm-hmm. I can go for the touchdown. But I'm picking the ball in sudden death. Seth Walder tweeted uh, 15 minutes ago from an NFL analytics staffer this morning on first versus second possession in playoff overtime. Quote, anyone that is very confident there's a clear option is probably wrong. Yeah. <laughs> And this is going to be my big takeaway. If it's not a clear advantage, the NFL has won. That's what you want. The last thing you want is knowing, all right, someone's going to call heads and someone's going to get it right or get it wrong, and that's got a massive impact on the game. And that happened multiple times where Josh Allen never saw the field because of a coin toss. Matt Ryan in the Super Bowl again. Against the Patriots, Patriots. and that great yeah. 28-3 to comeback. That's a coin toss. Right. The AFC Championship game, when the Patriots go to the Super Bowl and beat Mahomes along the way in Kansas City, that's a coin toss in overtime. Like, the biggest problem is, here's this game, and we have a coin toss deciding a sudden death session. Now all the NFL has done, the coin toss still decides the sudden death, but before sudden death, we'll play a mini game. Who comes out with the most points in the mini game? Mm-hmm. I think it's a good format. I think it's pretty good, and it worked last yeah. night. No, does anyone think it's unfair? The no. old format and it gave you it gave you a moment yep. at the end of the game. I mean, we don't love who it was for, but you get a, you get a winning play. And had the Niners scored, I mean, this didn't play out. But if you went touchdown, touchdown, a me- like what does the NFL really want? They want a drama. They want they want the show. They want as much you know excitement as possible. Had the Niners scored a touchdown in their first drive, and the Chiefs came down, and did the same thing. You've got one. Reed said he was going for two. You've got one play from the two yard line to decide the Super Bowl. I mean, that is what the league wants. They want all or nothing right here from the two point conversion. If the Chiefs get it, they win. If the Niners get make the stop, they win. 
803-0550. We're going to break in. Tony on the other side. We'll get to uh, your phone call here. Jeremy and Joe on uh, Super Bowl Bowls game on WGR. Breaking sports news airs first here. Guaranteed. WGR Sports Radio 550. 2020 Sports. Extendo Sports. Okay. So Boomer Esiason said at halftime that the McCaffrey touchdown should not have counted. Why? He said because he was like apparently boldly saying like there was an eligible man downfield. Oh, when very clearly he's he's wrong. I mean everyone said he's wrong. The pass was behind the line of scrimmage, which means it doesn't matter, and the guy wasn't downfield. So he just went up there and said that it shouldn't have counted and it very clearly should have. Sweet. Tony and Kenmore. Hey Tony. Hey guys, thanks for squeezing me in. Um, I know it's a point you don't want to belabor, and and I don't suffer from any, you know, redraft regrets. But I do feel like the more Mahomes separates from Allen, the more, you know, you're going to hear people, you know, kind of harken back to those, uh, you know, those couple of years. And I think it's important if we're going to do that ever um, that we do it accurately. And the most important piece to me there is that Bean was not here. Uh, McDermott took over a personnel department uh, still headed by Whaley all the way through the draft, if I'm not mistaken, one that I don't think he knew that well uh, and probably didn't trust that much. And for me, you know, that will always be the, you know, uh, the most underlying factor in why quarterback got pushed and they started to load up, load up, load up for when Bean eventually came in, which I'm sure McDermott knew, uh, you know, he had Bean, you know, riding in uh, uh, behind him. But he just was not prepared to go through that quarterback search with a department that he didn't know or really feel like he could pin his future uh, as an NFL head coach on. And that, that part just has to be in that conversation Whenever we choose to have it, uh, as, as as discouraging as it might be, yeah. If it's I mean, that's it's one explanation. Is it true? They drafted Tre'Davious White, Deion Dawkins, and Matt Milano in that draft. Yeah. Did he trust the personnel department for those positions? They also uh, listen. Like, draft's always gonna be weird. Did they not go down to UNC to work out Trubisky? Trubisky, yeah. There's probably a quarterback they would have taken there. They didn't want to take Mahomes. Whether that's McDermott didn't want him to take Mahomes, or Whaley didn't want to take Mahomes, or the owner had input. In- well, that's always been my question. If they thought Mahomes was a very good prospect, if they thought he he could be a great quarterback, would they have picked him? It's a great question. This gets to, again, like without trying to relitigate and say you have to feel bad about it. I told you, I don't think about it. I don't really. It doesn't keep me up at night. But they, I, they, by the way, they worked out Mahomes that year too. Yeah, if you're wondering. And there's probably if he falls to 27, do they take Mahomes? Maybe. What they wanted to do was add to their kitty, I suppose. What if the Chiefs don't even call? What do they do? Right, they trade down 17 spots. A lot, a lot of times in the draft, it's worth pointing this out. The Bills go into that draft. What are they going to do? We'll see. The draft happens to you. You don't just decide everything. Here are the Bills. They're on the board. Tenth overall. All right, we're going to take ring, ring, yellow. Uh-huh. Chiefs want to give us a first to drop to 27. Do we want to do that? What do you guys think? 
Sure. Right? Like, you don't go into the draft knowing everything that's going to happen. So, to but pay you would know enough about the quarterback to where... You know you're not going to take Mahomes. For sure. You're not going to take yeah, him. Because if you liked him enough, you would not someone let... rings his ring ring and will give you a first, you say, get out of here. We like this quarterback. Right. And, we're, and he's up. And we're up. Now, maybe they would have taken Mahomes at 20. Maybe they would have taken Watson at 24. But those guys go early, and they drop out, and they take Tredavious White, make a great pick, and they add to their kitty for the following year to trade up for a quarterback. And I, I can remember being on the air the next day and Sal saying, like, guys, what they've done is they've decided to add to their assets, and they're going to get a quarterback next year's draft. The following year is supposed to be a strong quarterback year. You know, it kind of reveals a lot of the stuff you hear about drafts that aren't exactly true. I think a, a good thing to wonder is just if their head coach had been Kyle Shanahan, what do they take? Do they trade out of Mahomes for a first round pick and a defense and a defensive back and twenty seventh overall pick? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. So I, I don't. I, it's not going to work for me to just say, well, McDermott didn't trust their personnel staff. He trusted them to take Tre'Davious White and Deion Dawkins. And Matt Milano, and those are three. But other... that's not quarterback. Like, it doesn't matter if if you if Doug Whaley is in that room and you've got his scouting staff, you might say to yourself, "They're the ones who have done all the evaluations on this players. I'll trust them enough to trade down and pick a cornerback." But I, I'm not, and I'm not saying this is right, but I'm not letting that scouting staff do the homework on the on the quarterback I'm about to pick and tie myself to for the next five years. Well, you know what that is, hubris. I know better than these guys do. Or just you don't trust them because they're you know they're all getting fired tomorrow. But you trust them for all the other players and picks. But it's not quarterback. Doesn't matter. You Corner versus quarterback is totally different. Nah. Doesn't matter. Because tr- you've got to make I, the picks. You I, can't forfeit them. I trust your ability to evaluate a offensive tackle but not a quarterback. Because quarterback decides your job status oh, in the future. I, cornerback does I know. not. If you want to say that McDermott punted on quarterback so he wouldn't immediately tie himself to a rookie, sure. Right. They didn't like the rookie enough. Then well, that's they, what I, I, they, I... They did They did that year draft Nathan Peterman, in who, the fifth, yeah. who then won the job out of camp over Josh Allen. Right. You know, easy on who I trust to evaluate quarterbacks. But Peterman was never there. Was never going to be the guy. Then not the guy that decided was, McDermott's job. No, that's that's right. Peterman did also supplant Tyrod Taylor as a starting quarterback in the NFL for a half. Easy on. I trust these people at quarterback and not these people at quarterback. I man, you're, I, you're talking about McDermott didn't trust these guys over here to draft Patrick Mahomes, but he did trust himself to start Nathan Peterman and then evaluate a full training camp of Peterman against Josh Allen against E... Who's the other guy in there? Was that... Not EJ. Uh, uh, AJ McCarron. Thank you. And they traded McCarron and started Peterman for a half. But that's like... We're talking bridge for a couple games. I I buy wholeheartedly the reason they didn't take quarterback that year was McDermott was not going to let a scouting staff that was about to get fired decide his and tenure I'm, as Bill's head coach. Okay, what would an offensive coach have done? Said, I'm going to make that quarterback into something. Right. That's my point. That The defensive coach right. needed more time. And what did he do? He built, again, it's not to say it was, I don't. I don't lose sleep about it. He succeeded. He said, I'll build a defense. And he did, and he ended the drought in year one. And then, oh, okay, yeah, let's go get a quarterback. 
Everybody loves me here. <laughs> I'm I'm a made man. Which, by the way, they almost they they really came close to costing themselves. Yeah, by making it that year. That's right. They if just, the Broncos, what was the story? If the Broncos, um, oh no, what was it? I forgot what it was. Somebody traded out when they didn't think they were going to, and that allowed the Bills to jump up and get Allen. And was, there was there was a there was a very close scenario it, I, where I, the Bills would not have been able to jump up. I believe it was that the Broncos did not think Bradley Chubb would be available. Oh, okay, and they took Chubb instead. Oh, and the other the other one I'm thinking of. <laughs> Was the I think Jay Glazer reported this that Cleveland was considering giving Seattle the number one pick for Russell Wilson, yeah. and Seattle was going to take Allen. Allegedly, yeah, right. Allegedly, all right. Good times. We're back tomorrow. Extra point show coming up on WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.